you ready? I said, are you ready for Let's Talk World Hockey? And now, here are our hosts, Beth and Zach going on everybody welcome to the hockey talk version of let's talk low hockey it's episode number 42 as always we are brought to you by five in a game sports network i'm beth that's zach how you doing buddy uh doing good uh it's been a long day had to go rent a cargo van to get a couple dressers from value city and then try to carry them into the house so Mm. I've been up since six this morning, so it's been a it's been a yeah. day, but you know it is what it is. But good to talk hockey, so it's it's all good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I've got a little bit of a cold. Yesterday was worse than today, um, so I'm I'm feeling better today, and I and I will take that. <laughs> I uh, I spy a former podcast logo on the hoodie there. It's a ah, nice. I mean, little, little, it's, throw, little throwback. Little, little throwback. It's a cozy, comfy hoodie, and it was one of the three that have made its way back into my closet after the popcorn ceiling adventures of last weekend. So it was it was available, so I grabbed it. Hey, nothing wrong with that. You know, it's good to somewhat remember the past, even though. Yeah. Well, but, but, you know, you know we're going to move on to kind of good things. I mean... If, if you think an enigma of craziness is a good thing, then sure, we'll go with that. I mean, before we get into the crazy, of course, we want to remind everybody to follow us on the socials on Twitter and Instagram. It is at TalkWoolHockeyPod. And of course, you can always watch us on YouTube, too, and see our wonderful faces and Zach's amazing new background now that he's actually in his office and not in his dining room. And you can Whoa. pick us you can pick us up on YouTube at Let's Talk Woe Hockey for our handle. Make sure you've subscribed, that you like and you comment, that you like hit the little bell and turn the notifications on so you can be made aware when a new episode drops. Um, it was a confusing week of Blackhawks hockey. Like death, death, taxes, a hawks make no sense. So I mean what, I what mean, else what else is new, really? You aren't wrong. I mean, I said last week that I didn't have very many good feelings about any of the games that the Hawks played the last week. Um, About that. (laughs) About that. Like, they did win two games, and they are not the two games I expected them to win. Because That's two more than we thought they were going to win, honestly. It's it's true, but also I did say that maybe this is the year we get all of the bad like streaks and droughts and all of that stuff taken care of, and something miraculous happened in Philadelphia because for the first time since 1996, I was sh- like I was five, I was I five, was, I was ten possibly 11 depending on when in the year it took place i didn't look up the actual date because i didn't want to be sad yes um, yeah yes yeah, it was either i would either be four or five at the time <laughs> yeah oh my the, word the chicago blackhawks won a regular season game in the city of philadelphia <laughs> i like how the fact that it's like a team that's not supposed to really win very much is all of a sudden breaking streaks of like long droughts, but how come like all these good teams we've had could never figure it out? But this Blackhawks team 
figured I, it out. I, I really wish I had an answer to that. But if this uh, is going to be I, the year where we get rid of all of those things, then I'm okay with it. I do have an answer. Hockey. <laughs> hockey. Because um, hockey. For the first time in a very, very, very long time, the Blackhawks won a regular season game in the city of brotherly love. And they did it in pretty decisive fashion. They beat the Flyers four to one. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. I know that the Flyers also aren't really that great this year. Like, I get that. But, like, the Blackhawks won a game in, in, in Philly. And, like, Jonathan Taves scored a goal. And Reese Johnson scored a goal. And Tyler Johnson scored a goal. And Philip Kurashev scored a goal. And Taves had an assist. Like, uh, as makes zero sense. I have no real explanation for what happened. But it's, it, the, Black, it was, it's the Blackhawks. It is it's, the Blackhawks. And I don't, like last week, there was a lot of people who were like, Oh my gosh, the Hawks aren't in last place in the league anymore. They're destroying the tank. Well, like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Um, we're back in 32nd place as of today. Yeah, because, um, yeah, uh, you know, we other teams had games in hand against us. So it kind of made sense for them to finally catch up to the Blackhawks. And let's be honest, the Blackhawks did win, but they ain't going to win that much to, to not get last. So It's true. And, I mean, we do now have two games in hand on the teams who are above us. So who knows what's going to happen. But, I mean. I, I actually saw a photo. I think it was from Four Feathers Pod. Someone mm-hmm. actually had a custom Connor Bedard jersey already made. And I'm like, at least it wasn't a tattoo of them winning the Stanley Cup that season. So I guess it's not yeah. as bad, but it's like. Like all those people who got like Shane Wright Canadian jerseys are probably hating themselves right yeah, now. Yeah, like how are you feeling about it right now? Because um Yeah, like that, that's 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 brutal. But I mean it's I mean, very I, much putting love, the cart before the horse, like a hundred percent. That's like yeah, that's like like laying your eggs before they you know hatch or something. It's just it's yeah. too much. It's like it's too soon for the all Connor Bernard of the Blackhawks, because there's a lot of people trying to put like Connor Bernard to the Coyotes, the course, Ducks. Oh, the, the finish flash putting out putting out the mojo for the Ducks to get them. I'm like, could you imagine Connor Bernard with like McTavish and <laughs> Zegras? Like my yeah. my goodness, it would definitely be kind of an insane situation. Um, and it's one of those things. I mean, the fate of Connor R- Bernard rests on a whole bunch of ping pong balls inside of a lottery ball machine. <sighs> Like, which, which we've all seen is not a good thing because some of the Rangers, <laughs> the Rangers got the number one overall pick when clearly they shouldn't have. But you know, ping pong, ping pong ball things happen to ping ping pong ball things. Try to say that true. five times fast. <laughs> no, I, I'm not gonna try because you struggled on it one time. So I'm definitely not gonna attempt to do that. Um, the, the following game was in St. Louis, which we all know. We don't like the Blues. We've never liked the Blues. They should be grateful that the Wurtz family gave them a hockey team. Um, and this was a game internally. I was like, "Oh, we're losing this game." Like, what's in the funny thing? I don't know if it was Maritime. I don't know if it was Maritime Yossi or it was someone else. But it's like I know it's the Blues, but screw the Blues. Exactly. Like, 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 like I understand we're trying to tank, but screw the Blues. I forget yeah. who I forget who said that, but someone tweeted that tweeted that out. 
And I'm like, yeah. I am like, that could be the most, that could be the most like black hockey thing ever. It's like, yeah, you want to take, but also screw the blues. We're beating them this game. So yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like that. It's like, what do you, like, what do you do? What do you, what do you do there? I, I really honestly don't know, but you know what? Screw the blues because the Blackhawks did come back to win this game. We did see both blues goaltenders that game too, because Thomas Grice played as did everyone's best friend in the whole wide world. Jordan Bennington. Um, I, I just like, I just like how fast the Hawks knocked him out of that game, which was just mm-hmm. so perfect. It, it, it really it was is. so great. It was so perfect, and I mean, again, we're seeing a lot of depth scoring. We've got Jason Dickinson goals, Sam Lafferty goals, Reese Johnson, uh, and of course, you know, Chicago runs on double-A batteries because Andreas Anthonisiu netted his 10th goal of the season that night, and it would not be a game in which the Hawks play a former Blackhawk if that former Blackhawk did not also score a goal because Nick, Nick Letty did find the back of the net as well. I mean, I guess it either had to be him or Brandon Sod, so someone had to do it. So Yeah, and the Hawks scoring was closed out by Max Domi with assist from Johnson and Kane. So, I mean, that line is definitely starting to gel. Unfortunately, um, Tyler Johnson has been placed on injured reserve again. Um, someone, had- someone, someone wrap him in bubble, like bubble wrapper, put tape on him or something because – yeah, I mean, it, it, you feel bad for the guy, but also we're not mad about a Mad Max goal, so we'll take it. Ne- never. And I mean, the only thing I will say about Max Domi is he has these moments where he plays just a, an out of sight, just crazy game, doing all the right things. And then he has other moments where he takes like, I think it was 13 penalty minutes in one game or something along those lines. Yeah, like Ma- like Max Domi is so he's so in- he's so consistently inconsistent with his game. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's the reason why like I think I know he was like a high draft pick. What was it like top was he like top 3 in in his draft class or something? He was like a high draft pick or he, I know mm-hmm. he was somewhere in the first round, but it's just like that's why it's so hard for like I think he's had so much trouble sticking to one city. That's mm-hmm. the fact that he like everyone expects him to be a goal scorer because you saw he it, was you... he was the twelfth overall pick okay, 12th. Uh, in the twenty thirteen draft by Phoenix, who are now the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> right. So I thought okay, maybe top three was a little too much, but I know I knew it was like a high high first. But even yeah. then, it's like everyone saw him as a goal scorer, but whatever reason, it's like his goal scoring isn't consistent. He mm-hmm. doesn't really know what his game is because I think because I think too many coaches and too many organizations try to fit him in this role they want him in but that's not his role and yeah. now no one knows what his role is he doesn't know yeah. what it is it's just I mean, it's like i said if we're talking about enigmas of like what like what is this what do you do this is like max domi in a nutshell because you don't know what you're getting in max domi from game to game and that's kind of like yeah it's true. i mean looking at just his career stats his rookie season with arizona he had 18 goals and 34 assists. Uh, he did not play a full season the following season in 16-17. He had nine goals and 29 assists in 59 games. Um, he played a full season the next season in Arizona, nine goals, 36 assists. He played a full season the following season in Montreal, 28 goals and 44 assists. So that's like, like, like you thought he had to figure it out the first year yeah. in Montreal, and then it's just and nose the, 
he did not play a full season the next season with Montreal. He only played 71 games, but he still had 17 goals and 27 assists in those 71 games. Granted, right. it's 11 shy of the previous season game total wise, but I mean, still up there, you know, yeah. a, a respectable point total. And yeah. then in Columbus, um, it just nine goals both seasons he was with Columbus. Granted, again, not playing a full season. Um, the 2020-2021 campaign, obviously, there was a whole lot going on that year. Uh, following season, he was traded to Carolina. Uh, in the 19 games in the regular season with the Canes, he had two goals and five assists. And oh yeah, that was, that was yeah, a, that was that was a great that was a great trip by the Canes. That was just yeah. And then yeah. this season so far in 46 games, he's got 14 goals, 19 assists for 33 points. Um, it's, it's not bad. Like I said, his no. first year in Montreal was probably his best year. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know if it was Columbus or just all the stoppages, but even then it was just kind of like he's, I don't know. Like I said, it's like you don't really know what max you're going to get in a certain yeah. game. Then I, it's you know, it's like him and Gelchinyuk. It's like guys who journey around too much, and you're like, what are we getting out of you? Like, Yeah. Well, we have gotten somebody who's been fantastic on the power play. He does, out of those 14 goals, literally half of them are power play goals. He has seven power play goals and 14 power play points this season. I mean, so, you'll, you'll say he's a special team specialist. He re- he really truly is. And, you know, I'm not I'm not super mad about, no, you know, no, you, I mean, about that whatsoever. I mean, you need a guy who can score when in clutch moments like that when you're on mm-hmm. a main advantage. So exactly. if, if that's his thing, then okay, we'll take it. A little bit more five on five score going to be bad either, but you know what? You, you'll you'll take what you get. So I've got fourteen goals so far. Yeah, not not upset about it. No, not upset about it at all. And I mean, in the Kings game, he did have another assist. The Hawks did lose that game, which we both thought that they were going to, uh, yeah. especially since Copley was in net. I mean, that loss was almost inevitable. It's yeah, um, the, the Kings are playing too good right now to not yeah. take take advantage when need be. No, they they really truly are, and it's one of those things where you know we both said it, if if they put Jonathan Quick in net just for nostalgia's sake, then the Hawks have a chance. If Copley's in net, it's not happening. So, so you're saying there was kind of a chance. <laughs> there was a small chance in the beginning that if, if they played quick, there was a chance. Like if they went the nostalgia route and were like, you know, Jonathan, you get on out there, you play those Blackhawks, you guys got a lot of history. That was not the case. The Kings <laughs> made the smart move. They played their hot tendy and the Hawks did lose that game two to one. Um, we did see Ian Mitchell get his first goal of the season. So, you know, never it, a sad thing to see. No, it, um, it's, it was slim. It's slim, but never zero. But <laughs> yeah, it, it's slim, but never zero, which is really just the way that hockey goes. And of course, the Hawks closed out this week of games that we're discussing by visiting the Vancouver Canucks. I would be remiss if I did not take this moment to say the Canucks are a garbage organization for what they did to Bruce Boudreaux. He deserved way better. Your fans deserved way better. And your players deserved way better. That is not how you treat somebody who is so obviously beloved by not only the fans in the arena, but also by the players that he coaches. The fact that every single player went in one by one 
to shake his hand and apparently they were all in tears while they were doing it you messed up vancouver and you messed up big time and you made everybody mad i mean it's, it's jimmy rutherford and we're really surprised though like he has a track record of just like making really bad decisions like mm-hmm. didn't leave carolina in good shape sure he made pittsburgh relevant again but even then at the same time ugh, it's pittsburgh yeah and then yeah, yeah i mean in vancouver it's like you like it wasn't even Booster Joe's fault. It's just the the GM and all those guys did not set up that team, no, very well. well and and of course, like what are, the, what are they supposed to do when Thatcher Demko decides to not show up this year? Like how's that? How, how's that Bruce's fault? It's not Bruce's fault, and not only that, like he's working with what you've given him to work with. Yeah, and the fact that they strung him along too was just it's such a it's such a class it's such a classless move. Yeah. By them, and I like how the fact that like five minutes into Rick Tockett's first game, immediately we get a jersey toss onto the ice. Of course, it was their one of their it's one it's their current homes, which were I think the most ugliest home jerseys in the league. Mm-hmm. So you probably you probably did yourself a favor by getting rid of that, and so you can get yourself like the flying skate ones. But no, it's just it's such a joke. The fact that like and in the same post they fi- like they fired him and then hired Rick Tockett in like in the same like vicinity yep. of time like like you couldn't even give him like his own thing and then you had to do it later after you got more crap about it it's like come on man like, what yeah. are you doing well it's, and it's so ridiculous a couple things like i wish that i one day live a life of such such luxury that i can just like throw 300 dollars over the glass at a hockey game yeah yeah if you get the authentics if it's like a hundred and something yeah, yeah. even then yeah. like you're throwing like <laughs> triple digit numbers of a jersey article onto yeah. the ice like because you, you would be a moron to go to customer service to claim that jersey because that's like an immediate barring from the arena because you basically are admitting to throwing something onto the ice well, during the game which well, is against the fan rules of hockey. Well, even then, like you and you gotta hope that no camera caught you, no ushers caught you, or security caught you in the process. Or so even, a police officer, because I mean it's not just ushers like well, I mean, yeah, that's at least saying. here. Like they have security officers and they have like local police officers. Yeah, it's like that's the thing. It's like before, yeah, maybe you might get away with it if you time it perfectly where no one sees you do it. But it's like nowadays, like you'll easily get caught if you do oh, yeah. that. So I mean, like, like I cannot imagine how many Maple Leafs fans have gotten banned from that arena for how many jerseys they've tossed over the last like how many seasons. Well, and not only that, I mean, this uh, a couple weeks ago at an Iceman game, a dude got kicked out because I, I don't even know what happened. We were like winning, like with a large margin. And this dude just starts chucking like the chucka pucks, like the foam yeah. pucks, just starts chucking them over the glass that during no like during the third period. Like, thankfully, play had stopped. He just started chucking him over. And not only that, like we were sitting behind the netting. He was sitting in the section like to the right of me if I'm facing the rink. Yeah. And he chucked them over the netting and onto the glass. And <sighs> why? Like, I, I don't understand why, number one. Number two, he did like the security people saw who did it. So yeah. they like went and got the police and had him escorted out. But You've just thrown something on the ice that is registered to your name because the Chuckapucks have like a little barcode on them so that 
when you buy them, they scan the barcode, they put your name next to it. And that way, if you win something, they can contact you and let you know that you've won. So, well, well, like, why would you throw it on the ice, like, not during the Chuck-a-Puck? Like, that makes no sense. And it's like, well, and they changed, I, I wish they would change it back during COVID. They changed the Chuck-a-Puck to happen after the game. That way there weren't extra people on the ice. It didn't violate the league's COVID bubble rules, etc. No big deal. To this day, it still remains after the game and not during one of the intermissions. Which is weird, yeah, because like, because I do like when I'm at when I'm in Charlotte, like they do it like, think during the second period, like mm-hmm. the second intermission of every game, it's always after yeah. the second period is when they would do it. So that's kind of where they'd still do it after the yeah. game. Well, and there was one game, it was either late last season or early this season, where it because it's been after the game since COVID, and I got hit in the head with a chuck a puck. Granted, it's a foam puck, but whatever. Still. But like, wh- why? Why? Yeah. And like our announcer, Joe, makes a point during the game um, or during like right before Chuck-a-Puck to tell people to like move out of the end zones, move where there's no netting and stand by for Chuck-a-Puck. Here's the problem. Fans no are throwing them while players are on the ice doing the three stars or being doing a post-game interview with our, our broadcast guy, if they were the number one star who or what, whoever they're interviewing that day, like they aren't listening to the instructions. No. So after I, I literally brought him the puck, I was like, here, you need to move this back to during the game because number one, people are throwing them before they're being told to number two, they're also doing it while players are out on the ice, which means that they could potentially injure someone. Like all it takes is a chuck a puck landing at the exact right moment and a dude going down. Yeah. Like I know it's a foam puck, but if that gets under a foot, like no bueno. He was like, well, we'll look into it. It hasn't happened. But <laughs> that, means, like, that, means, that means shut up. We don't want it. Yeah. Which is fine because now fans are getting kicked out of the arena for throwing them prior to the appropriate time because they're doing it during the game. So maybe this will change, but, you know, I highly doubt it. It is what it is. I think it's dumb to do it after the game. Like, just move it back to the second intermission. Yeah. Like. Work smarter, not harder. Every other team does it during the second intermission of a game. With the exception of the COVID sections of hockey. Yeah. Like, just move it back to the second the second intermission. It's ridiculous. Anyways, now that we've gotten off of that diatribe, I was truly hopeful that the hockey gods would give the Vancouver Canucks some instant karma for the way they treated Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux. And because the, the Hawks game was the first game that Rick Tockett was the head coach of the Vancouver Canucks. And I was like, you know, come on, hockey gods. Come on. Like, give give us us, something. Give us something. Like, give Vancouver the justice that Bruce deserves. The hockey gods did not answer. Um, I thought I was so hopeful because Patrick Kane scored the first goal. And I was like, oh, oh. It was all downhill after that. Um, it's like it's like oh oh, oh no uh, <laughs> oh no yeah. Then 
Uh, in the second period, Andre Kuzmenko scored. Sam Lafferty scored another goal. And it was 2-1. And then Kuzmenko scored again. And then Dakota Joshua. And then Sheldon Dries. And then Bo Horvat. And the game ended 5-2 Canucks. And we did not get to give the Vancouver Canucks the poetic justice they deserved. However, the Blackhawks 100% deserved to lose this game. They had 14 shots on goal to the Canucks, 48 shots on goal. That's um, so it's that's so embarrassing. You get 14 shots in one like that's a period. That's almost a one period. Game. That's almost a period. And, and they got 14. Like that's just beyond. I'm sorry. That's just so beyond. Like if you're the goalie and you have two goals on 14 shots, your save percentage is absolute trash. Because mm-hmm. how could you one let that happen? And then two for the Blackhawks, it's just embarrassing to get 14 shots in a game. Like that's yeah. like that's like minor league hockey when the team isn't on their A game bat. Like by the way, sir, I'm gonna need you to put a little respect on that though, because the Canucks had Colin Delia in net. I'll slightly backtrack, but it's also I'm gonna, so need, kind you of to, a... I'm gonna need you to wheel that back just a smidge because you gotta put some respect for deals. I know, I mean, we all okay. love him here. Yeah, okay. I, I will backtrack a little bit, but it's also still kind of like Ufta's 2 mm-hmm. 1 14. Mm-hmm. But Kane's goal on Delia was freaking. Oh, I mean, it was phenomenal. Gorgeous. I mean, it, I mean, it was phenomenal. I mean, like I guess I still feel, you know, it's Delia. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you won, but also like, dude, seriously, two goals on 14 shots. But what can you do? And here's the crazy, like, imbalance. Peter Morazic was in net for the Hawks. His game-ending save percentage was 0.915. Colin Delia's save percentage was 0.857. Hockey. That's all I can say. That's all I can say is hockey, because you can't tell me that somehow he wins 5-2, but has a worse save percentage than Mm -hmm. the guy who gave up five goals. All All of the fact that the Canucks shot so much at him, Mm-hmm. That he, yeah, he could make that safe percentage. No, like, and th- this like is what? the game um, where we talk about Max Domi and him being that hot and cold player. This is the game where Max Domi had 17 penalty minutes. He had almost an entire period's worth of pimps. I can, I can, I can imagine. That Richardson was not too pleased Mm-mm. with him for the fact that he put his team down a, on, on a disadvantage multiple times. That police there was a fight somewhere in the in that 17 minutes. I'm trying to pull up the box score right now for that. Um, because I mean, I mean, at 17, you kind of think it would have to be because one of those has to be a five somewhere in yeah. the middle of that. And let's hope it was five for fighting and not five for something else. Um, but still, 17 in one game? Yeah, like... all right. So, <laughs> Mr. Max Domi got penalties for... Uh, he got an instigator penalty in the second period and five for fighting versus Dakota Joshua. Oh, well, there you and go. He, there's, there's your and seven. the other ten came from the game misconduct he received. So, Mr. Max Domi, congratulations <laughs> on your five in a game. <laughs> Wait, so you're t- so for that one fight, he got an instigator, a major, 
And then a game misconduct. What was the game misconduct for? Yelling at the ref? It, I don't know. It just says misconduct. How and Dakota Dakota Joshua did not receive a misconduct. Um, I was so so Max must have said something because I so in the span of one fight, he got all of his 17 penalty minutes in a fight. It wasn't like over the course of a game. Correct. It was exactly what you know what I realized too? Max Domi had more penalty minutes than the Hawks had shots on goal. That he did. You are correct, my friend. That's that that just makes it even worse. That just makes it even worse for it the is, fact that he had more pims than shots. It for is the definitely Hawks in one game. It oh, is definitely man. something. Like that's what we will call it. We will call it something. Uh, we oh, don't man. have many games upcoming this week, mostly because Thank it is the all-star break time coming up here. So tonight, I, I, I don't want to talk about the All Star Game. All Star Game is a joke. <laughs> tonight, the Blackhawks are in Calgary, and they are facing the Calgary Flames. That is a 9 p.m. Central start. So uh, stay up late, having lots of coffee to for tomorrow, and you're also going to need some for Sunday morning too, because the Blackhawks are taking on the Edmonton Oilers on Saturday in Edmonton. And my friends, it is a 10 p.m. Eastern start. It's going it's, it's to be a loss. Don't even, don't even waste your time. Then thankfully, we have the rest of the week off because the All-Star Game is coming on the 4th of February in beautiful Sunrise, Florida. There is something awesome that I do want to talk about in regards to the All-Star Game. It does not involve um, the... The player selection, which was absolute NHL garbage nonsense. Oh, it does. Oh, we're, however, we're, we're, we're going to talk about that. It's just not right the second, but we're going to talk about it because I have some thoughts. Okay, that is absolutely fine. We will get there. Um, the All Star Game will feature Team USA's Alec Carpenter and Hillary Knight, Team Canada's Emily Clark, Rebecca Johnston, and Sarah Nurse, and Mr. Roberto Luongo will be suiting up as the celebrity goaltender. In the breakaway shootout shootout challenge, I cannot wait for That's Roberto good. Luongo. I, I I hope I hope I hope Luongo just absolutely just stones everyone and wins that. I hope he wins the I breakaway cup. Could you imagine? I, I like hope a, he. Like a guy I hope he just. So much... Literally a hockey hall of famer. He is. He was a first ballot hall of famer. That man is in the hall. He is very retired. I hope he is just a brick wall. Can you imagine if he just goes out there, hasn't played in how many seasons, and just wins that whole competition? You're just like, sounds about right. I mean, he yes. still has he still has an all time banger tweet of the fact oh, that yeah. he never he never beat the Leafs in Toronto, mm -hmm. but David Ayers did. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. it's the ultimate dunk on the Leafs. Bobby Lou, I absolutely like. I love him. I really, I wish, I wish that he had spent some time in a Blackhawk sweater. Oh, could you imagine? Woof, um, woof, but. I, I wonder how many Luanga jerseys you would have in the background. <laughs> at least one. Um, I know that you want to talk about the All-Star game, so I feel like it's only fitting. <laughs> That we have a spur of the moment. Oh. What the puck segment? Because this is not on the docket for today. So, my friend Zach, I, I'm going to solo you so that you no, can. No, no, yes, no, no, yes. no, no, no. 
I yes. refuse. I will, I, will, I will not talk about that if you do it. Fine. <laughs> it's, it, this is a conversation thing. The, for the fact that the NHL wanted us to do a fan vote, they even had like an emoji thing next to the actual hashtag. Like, oh, these will count. Every like retweet, like, quote, tweet, comment, all counts as votes. Mm-hmm. For the fact that we had multiple players trending for multiple days, because it was only like, what, three days or something like that, which is really a small yeah. window. I, I think it was like in total, I think it was actually like 48 hours because it like started like one morning and then ended at like midnight a day and a half later. Yeah. So I like think. even it, it was like probably the shortest because I know like other leagues are like pretty big windows. Mm-hmm. This was super short for the Twitter votes. But like even like the all-star votes were only like a week or two, if that. But it's like the fact that we've had so many guys trend on Twitter with the hashtag and then trending associated with or t- trending with certain the insert mm-hmm. player here that a lot of guys still didn't get in. Like you cannot tell me that the online vote presence was that much to where guys who were trending mm-hmm. on Twitter mm-hmm. didn't get in. Like we're talking Cole Caulfield trended. Yeah, well, well it I doesn't mean, really matter now. He's doesn't hurt. really matter now because he, he's broken and my out for the rest was, of the season. <laughs> my point was, he was trending, didn't get in. You had Martin Nietzsche's absolutely all over Twitter. He, he destroyed the Twitter vote. He was the first player trending, and somebody actually, I, I believe they tweeted out how, like, I have no life, so I went ahead and did the analytics for the NHL, and he had, like, three times the vote of the second-place player. He had a hundred, I think it was like 137,000. Yeah, something like tweets. that. So, like, he had 137,000 votes. The next best was like 20 something or 30. It was yeah. just an absolute absurd number mm-hmm. for the fact that we, because we all figured the math that if you do like a, a tweet with like his name eight times, do that and then quote tweet it and then retweet it and then comment that to other people's, like, like you cannot tell me Martin Nietzsche didn't get in. And for the fact that we got Panarin and Adam Fox. In for the Metro. So we have three Rangers players. The Rangers aren't even the they, they're not even first or second in their own division. Like no. they're not they're not even like they're like at the time like ninth in the entire league. And some of they're sending three guys there and a bunch of teams who are like Boston's only sending like two, I think. Yeah, they're sending two. I thought Pasta was I thought I thought No, no, I'm talking guys. about a certain team that we talk about. Oh. We get yeah, the Hawks got one. one. Oh, the Hurricanes got one. Like the Ducks got one. It, it wasn't even Zegris either, which was the which was how the Trevor Zegris is not in the All Star game for just like the shootout challenge. I mean, because I think they they sent Troy Terry because I mean Troy Terry's having a season, but even mm-hmm. then, it's like Bo Horvat got in. Okay, that makes sense because it's Bo Horvat. He's he's having a phenomenal yeah. season with the Canucks. But somehow Zeger still doesn't get in. And then you look at the central, I mean, the abs are sending three guys to the all-star game too. I mean, nothing, nothing against our friends over at mile high, but it's still kind of like Nate Matt got in. He was hurt from, he was hurt. Miko should, I mean, we all voted for Miko. That was, we did. Yeah. I'm surprised. So Miko gets in, never trended. The moose is loose. The moose was loose. At the all-star game. but somehow Nietzsche didn't get even though Nietzsche had way more votes than Moose, but somehow that was still a thing. But it's just like it, this is and this is the thing. 
the NHL, I want to see, like, everyone's like, give us the numbers. We want to see the, because they release the numbers every, because even for baseball, they release the numbers of how many mm-hmm. votes these guys have mm-hmm. periodically so you can make a push. I want to see what the numbers were. I want to see the online numbers mm-hmm. and the Twitter numbers together because you cannot tell me guys who trended for days, two days in a row, had, was when one got one guy hit six figures, still didn't get into the, get into the All Star game. But you got teams sending three guys there, and they're mm-hmm. not even the best team in their own division, mm-hmm. let alone their team gets in. Like yeah. I don't understand this. Like the angel voting was an absolute joke. Like it was it just was. a it was just a marketing ploy to get trendy to get the news and out. But no one thing- thinks, no one knows when it is. No one knows when the All Star game is. Nope. Or the skills competition. No one knows when it is because they have you not know how it. I, you want to know how I know when the All-Star game is? Because I just Googled it and it told me that it was February 4th. No, how many people how many people outside of that knows that? Like yeah. I've not you've not seen any commercials for it, you've not seen any promos, mm-hmm. nothing. They've done nothing to promote this. They were all over Vegas this last year with no issue. Oh god, and the, the Vegas specific games last year were awful. 21 21 was a joke. I'm sorry. 21, like the rules changed so much during the course of that event taking place that I no longer knew who, how you could win. Because And every every guy was hitting, because you're asking guys to hit a really big card to go for Mm -hmm. 21. They were all hitting 21. It -hmm. wasn't tough. It wasn't in like the, in like that, like that net competition on, on the, uh, what the, on the uh oh the the, the fountains pass yeah, yeah on the fountains i'm like okay that kind of is like it's just like some of the stuff made no sense it's just the nhl is they really dropped the ball this year on like they for the they they, they promoted the winter classic like, like crazy mm-hmm. you've seen nothing of the all-star game you've seen nothing for the stadium series so it's, the the all-star game the skills competition is on friday the third and will be broadcast on ESPN and ESPN Plus. And the All-Star Game is scheduled for Saturday, broadcast on ABC and ESPN Plus. What time What time is that for the All-Star Game? Uh, let me see. The skills competition is uh, Friday at 7, and the All-Star Game is Saturday at 3. Oh well, it won't matter because I'll be on. I'll be on my way back from India from Indianapolis because my cousin's getting married that weekend. So it doesn't matter. I'll be in the car on the way back, so I'm not really going to be missing <laughs> anything. The only yeah. thing that's the only thing that came out of the All Star game is the fi- is the fire jerseys. That was about. Oh, it. the jerseys are sick. I mean, hey, you know, I mean, we got two guys there. I mean, unfortunately, Seth Jones somehow. Some way, I mean, I mean, Svechnikov's going, so I mean that's good at least. But it's like, yeah, you couldn't pick any other better Blackhawk. Yeah, couldn't pick any other better Blackhawk. Like, I, it had to be yeah. Seth, it had to be Seth Jones of all guys. I mean, like, couldn't send I, Kaner, couldn't send Taze, who's having a season, right? Like, I think surgeons, that- he couldn't send Anthony to see you. I, I would have loved to see Anthony Cio, but honestly, like, I would have loved to see Jake McCabe. We tried. Jake, we tried. We really, really tried. We we tweeted you out with all of our our love and our friends at the Surgecast and Mile High joined. The network joined. Um, Mario Tarabasi really was the one who kind of led 
this push to get Jake McCabe into the all-star game. I really wanted to see him there. I mean, he should, he should be honestly, I, no, I nothing against Seth Jones. He seems like a nice guy, but McCabe should have been going like, I'm, Oh, I, I just, I just don't understand how he gets in. But like I said, my whole, my whole thing about what the puck with like the all-star game is, is it was such a gimmick. It was such an absolute mm-hmm. slap in the face to, to the fans. That like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we're gonna, we're bringing the boat back for you guys. But here's the thing. Well, and here's your my vote, does your vote actually count? And that's my thing. Like, does it? It, it count? doesn't because this is the NHL, and they like to say, here, if you do this thing, we will listen to you. And so we do the thing, and then they're like, oh, but we've already made merchandise, and we can't change the things that we made because we thought you guys would all vote differently. So these are the people who won. We're not going to show you the numbers. Yeah, cause like, cause like, and I was talking to someone about this. Like, well, you're talking like original six clubs are going to send their guys because they're bigger markets because they have more fans and blah blah blah. blah. And I'm like, okay, okay, but to the Twitter presence of a lot of fan bases are very different. Like, you can't like the, like I didn't see mm-hmm. any ra- I didn't see any Ranger trend on Twitter. I did not not, either. not not a single one. But you're telling me that like, oh well, it's. The small markets are going to get their guys in. Marty Nietzsche should. I, I was like, too, like the NHL networks. Like, if you had to pick a player to make the All Star game, who would you pick? And it's like, who do you think? And who almost think? every single reply on that tweet, even from non Canes fans, said Martin Nietzsche. Every single reply. Because, because we all know that that man won. It, it, and the fact that, like, even. Here's the thing I love about the Canes Twitter account. The the day it got announced, which the Angel obviously delays everything because they took forever mm-hmm. to get that out. Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, first intermission, it'll be out. It took them forever to get that tweet out like, of like the announcement. Like, oh, guess who's going to the All-Star game? The Canes account said delete your account. Yeah. Like they quote tweeted the leak and said delete your I account. I like, love that so much. <laughs> It's so much. It's just um, like, 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 what's the like? What was the point of the? It was just a gimmick to act like that they're like they want fan interactions. They're still mm-hmm. salty about the John Scott thing. Like, there's no way they were going to be like, yeah, this should be totally fine. Like, and see, here's the thing: if we had all been like voting for a John Scott esque player, oh yeah, I I could get that. But Marty Nietzsche has had himself a season. And uh, he, he yeah. deserved to be at the NHL All-Star game. But we like, are running short yeah, on time. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, NHL, as we always say, just be better. You know, be better. About honest, everything. About everything. You know what, you know what though? I'm I'm just so ready to get a new commissioner. I'm so done with it. We need a new commissioner. We need a new – we just need a new whole, like, yeah. hierarchy staff of the – NHL, we just need we need a revamp because this is yeah. they're so backwards still. It's unnecessary. It's such a joke. Like we're they're holding the league back. This league could be mm-hmm. so much better. It could but. be. And there was a yesterday. Gary Bettman had a press conference and he announced it like thirty minutes before he did it. And every comment on it was, "Is he resigning? Is he resigning? Are we getting a new commissioner? Are we getting a new this?" And and then it, it that wasn't the case. And we were all like, huh, "Which at this point we should all know." That Gary Bettman is probably going to die, the commissioner of the NHL. 
Because he he's been the only commissioner of this league, and that's it's still insane how long it took for us to even get a commissioner. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's still been the commissioner for how long it's been, like other leagues have said that they like they cap their commissioners. And the fact that Batman is still here since nineteen ninety three, ninety two or ninety three. It's just it's too long. Like it's just we need a new voice. The like. Like I said, we need a new department of player safety. We need a new like head, like commissioner, and that entire staff needs to get replaced. We just now, I mean, we need hockey people, but sensible hockey people mm-hmm. as well, because we don't want to get too crazy with a whole bunch of other nonsense that you know needs to get added. But it's just another another part of what a puck. The NHL just yeah, just do something so, right for once, please. The the uh, hierarchy of NHL leadership from 1917 to 1993, they had a, a president. It was the NHL president. It was Frank Calder from 1917 to 1943, Red Dutton from 43 to 46, Clarence Campbell from 46 to 77, John Ziegler from 77 to 92, Gil Stein was actually announced the new president of the NHL on my birthday in 1992. And he reigned until 1993 when the NHL commissioner was formed. And there's only been one. And his name is Gary Bettman. And it's been 30 years. And that's like 29 years too long. It's a, isn't, he like, isn't he close to being like the longest reigning like head of the league at this point? Because you said there were some that had some pretty decent stretches, but... <sighs> um, he is because... Oh, wait, no. And Clarence Campbell so far is the longest. He was up for 31 years. So basically, if Gary Bettman makes it to next season, he will overtake Clarence Campbell. At least Clarence Campbell. Running act- head. At least Campbell so. actually did something for the league. Yeah. The one thing that yeah, Bettman. He, he made it so that the Maple Leafs would never win another cup again. <laughs> but of course, what's Bettman done? Well, you know, he's. Mm, Made it yeah. very hard to watch hockey games. <laughs> Two lockouts. He's had, more, he's had more lockouts than everybody. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> How do you get two lockouts in your reign and still have a job? Oh, wait, I mean, that's right. It's the owners. Technically, three lockouts because the 94-95 lockout. Yeah. The 0405 and the 13 lockout. So, okay, so he's had two and a half lockouts. No, <laughs> that, that would be three. Well, because half a season. So, be two so and a half. the 94 95 lockout was also half a season. All right, we'll, we'll just go with three then. Well, yeah. So you've had three lockouts in your lifetime and you still somehow have a job after 30 something years. This is just like, just mm-hmm. go. Can you go away? Can you just leave? Can you just like go? Can you just go do something else, please? Just like, go away. Like, Gary Bettman. Like this league, like we could be so much farther in this league if it wasn't mm-hmm. just. I can tell you one thing: the minute Gary Bettman's gone, the Arizona Coyotes are going to be moving. They're going to be relocated to somewhere where they actually like have an arena. And Congra- they congratulations! Put seats. Congratulations, Houston! You got yourself a hockey team. Quebec, congratulations! You have a team again. Because Kerry Bettman is the only person that won't let Quebec have a team. Like he's the only reason why Quebec will not have a team, but Arizona will play in a five thousand seat college arena. 
waiting for Darren Curry Arena. It's just like, oh my gosh, this, what a gong show, man. It is <laughs> what awful. A gong show. <laughs> but I'm going to keep you on time because you have things to do this evening. I do not. So, Zachary, <laughs> where can the people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Twitter at one true Zach. That's only true Zach. It's spelled out, not like the number one, like as in the O Neaters. If you want to find me on Instagram, is Zach R Martin twenty two. I just post a lot of random things because you know what? Why not have a little randomness in your life? Uh, Beth, where can people find you on the socials? On the Twitter, you can find me at Wonder Beffers. It is like the word wonderful, not like the number one, like that guy over there. Oh, you mean like I wonder what happened to the Oneaters? You got it, my friend. If you, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. And you can find me on Instagram at Good Better Beffers. You will pretty much see mostly pictures of my pets and hockey things hockey things and like stories like I posted today about how I made this really cool koozie with our let's talk well hockey logo on it um it's very so, shiny. it's very shiny it's so shiny and I love it so much um but that is all for this hockey talk um another confusing week of two games coming up but you know at least we have the all-star break before we really have to talk about Blackhawks hockey again off does off does and you know we've got the phf all-star game uh this coming up weekend we've got mac on the show on sunday from the wonderful friends at cmu so it is going to be absolutely awesome do not forget to tune in on sunday when we drop that one so for myself beth for my dude zach over there this has been the 42nd episode of let's talk woe hockey and we will catch you guys on Sunday for some Woe Show time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching this Five in a Game Sports Network podcast. Now avoid the stuffy and go enjoy your game misconduct. See you next.